Welcome to the ultimate crowdsourced personal finance show. This is your Friday Roundup. You're listening to Choose FI Radio. The blueprint for financial independence lives here. If you're looking to unlock the secrets to financial independence and early retirement, you're in the right place. Stay tuned and join a community of like-minded people who are getting off the hamster wheel and taking control of their lives in the pursuit of financial independence. Choose FI, your home for financial independence online. All right, guys, congratulations. You have made it to the weekend. And this is our last show of the year, which is amazing. For those of you that are listening for the first time, my name's Jonathan and my co-host's name is Brad. We started the Choose FI podcast in January of 2017. And this has just been an absolutely mind-blowingly awesome year. And this is going to be our last episode of the year. So we thought we would take one show and kind of walk you through everything that's happened over the past 12 months. We're going to try and bring in as much feedback from our community as possible. The Friday episode has always been a crowdsourced show, and we're going to try and outdo ourselves with this one. So without any further ado, I have my co-host Brad here to help me today. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Jonathan. I am doing quite well. Yeah, it's the day after Christmas, so we just had a whole bunch of family in town yesterday. We have more family coming in a couple of days from now. I think we're going to have like 17 people here at, at the <laughs> at the max, which is crazy from three different continents. So uh, yeah, we got a busy house. It's good fun though. Yeah. So Jonathan, how was your Christmas and your family's? Well, I have a large family. 17 people are not in my home, but it was an awesome, it was an awesome Christmas. My parents were in town and my sibling tour as well. And we decided for the first time ever to try a white elephant. Now you've heard me kind of berate or rant about how difficult gift giving is once you start getting into family and extended family and you start realizing that you have 20 something odd presents that you're responsible for. And on top of that, the birthdays and everything else. And so we knew we needed a new system because this wasn't sustainable. And so we decided to try the white elephant, which you can look up, but basically everybody brings a gift of somewhat equal value. And then you pick a number out of a hat and then you get a chance to go get a gift. And then there's some sort of stealing trading mechanism involved. And, and we tried that for the first time. It was a little rough around the edges, but you know, it worked. It was fun. The biggest thing that I realized that I still want to keep is the gift giving to nieces and nephews. And and I'm getting very focused with this because I realized that I don't want to just get them some arbitrary gift that I think they might like in the 20 to $30 range or whatever it needs to be. But instead, I would like to be able to set them up, you know, as essentially second generation fire, I'd like to be able to do something significant for them. And so one thing that I'm really looking into, Brad, is how to set up some sort of savings account for their education and they're, you know, three or four years old right now. So they got a pretty good lead time. But if I could put a system in place to actually, instead of sending them a gift of some arbitrary value, start funding their either 529 or ESA accounts, anything like that. And so obviously this is the show where we talk about second generation fire. We talk about personal finance and I somehow I'm going to work it out where the family is on the same page that it's almost like a forced savings account for all of us. So when our respective children have their birthday or Christmas, the parents are responsible for getting them their wants, needs, all that sort of thing. But we will start putting a certain amount of money into their educational savings account. And I got to get some buy-in from some of my siblings, but I think this is where, I think this is where it's headed. 
Yeah, that's very interesting. I wonder if there'll be any pushback on the buy-in. Oh, 100%. There will be. Yeah. (laughs) This is the road is not paved. (laughs) Sounds like a great uh, Jonathan (laughs) idea in theory, but not going to happen. Is that you should see the dirty looks I get when I come up with these ideas? But yeah, I'm still hoping it's going to (laughs) happen. No, it's a great idea. And, and, you know, in fairness, like you can still do it regardless, right? Like you can fund 529s, you can earmark presents, you can buy mutual funds. So like you can model the behavior, right? Like I think that's the larger point that I see, which is, okay, maybe they might not buy in right now and they might still keep buying the toys and trinkets like everybody else does. But if you keep doing that for their kids, maybe they will see the light and you don't have to like ram it down their throats, you know? Yeah. And honestly, wouldn't you even give more if you knew it wasn't going to go to something that was just going to be consumed or gone the next day? And if you know that essentially it's all evening out, right? Because you're purchasing a gift that may or may not be used for them. They're purchasing a gift that may or may not be used for you. But with this, it's almost like just a forced savings account for yourself because it probably to some varying degree is going to balance out over a course of time. You might even be incentivized because you would be doing this anyways for your child. So it's kind of this idea of perfect utilization. It's a very rough plan. I don't have it figured all out, but I think there's something here that we're going to land on over the next couple of years. And I am going to drive that train into the station. Nice. Very cool. Well, keep me and the audience updated, certainly. I will do that. (laughs) So, Brad, I knew that this episode was going to be an end of the year review and it was going to be a giant thank you to our community. But I was trying to figure out, I was trying to get a template to actually walk us through all the different things that have happened this year to really put it in perspective. And I realized uh, within the last couple of weeks that I didn't need to do that anymore because Richmond, who writes over at pfgeeks.com, wrote this blog article specifically about Choose FI and what all has happened over the last year from his perspective. And I was reading it and I was like, oh yeah, that did happen. Oh yeah, that did happen. Wow, that happened too. And so I thought we could take just a few minutes and we're going to link to this article in the show notes if you want to read it yourself. But I thought we could take just a few minutes and just essentially reflect on how far this community has come. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. And certainly what you just said there is the most important part, which is this community has come, how far this community has come. As we always say, this is not about us. This is not about you and I. This is about the FIRE movement. This is about the Choose FI community that's now 100 plus local groups across the world. This is truly about the community. So yeah, I love that you touched on that specifically. So Richmond, when he was writing in this article, he basically said his perspective going way back when he encountered the FIRE community was that there was only one way to become financially independent, live like a monk, avoid all social outings, turn every purchase into a cost benefit analysis and throw every penny into VTSAX. And (laughs) he said he's noticed uh, the hardcore nature of fire makes it hard to draw others in. For many, the intensity is a turnoff. And often these are the people who need our advice the most. And so he said that his wife, this is exactly how she perceived his passion for fire. It was just too hardcore. It was a little bit off putting. She didn't get it. As a result, she really just, you know, she didn't check into it. She didn't, she didn't absorb any of the information, although it could obviously benefit both of them. And for Richmond in this article, when he found Choose FI, when he found the Choose FI community, that was a message that she could relate to. That was a group of people that were selectively hardcore. They weren't making these radically difficult choices in every single aspect of their life and avoiding all social outings, but rather it was a group of people that were motivating each other, helping each other cross the finish line and were achieving their goals of financial independence decades ahead of their peers but enjoying the process and realizing that actually it was the journey that was the best part. To me, that was super empowering. Yeah, I mean, the journey is what we're doing here, right? Like it's not about, okay, 
have a terrible life and like Richmond said, parse every single purchasing decision and agonize over things. It's not about that just to get to Phi. It's not like, okay, zero or one, you're not at Phi and you're at Phi and then things are great. That is not what we've been talking about here at all. It's about getting a little bit better every single day, right? We talked about the aggregation of marginal gains, which to me is kind of like a, a very fancy way of saying, just get a little bit better every day. 1% better. Just try, look at every aspect of your life. Try to improve it just a little bit. Don't be obsessive. Don't get crazy. Don't overhaul everything in your life overnight because that's not going to work. It's like a, like a crazy crash diet or something like those are bound to fail. But when you just improve little things over and over and over again, over time in, again, in every aspect of your life, health, fitness, finances, relationships, your own mental space, probably more than anything. Like when you start improving these things, life just gets better. So this really is about the journey. And it's also, it really is important to focus on the fact that like, we are not hardcore here. This is like FI for regular people. And I don't mean that in a, in a negative way. Like I am the essence of a regular person. Like I, there's nothing special about me. I'm just doing things to improve my life. I think that regularness, if that's even close to a real word, like that comes across when Jonathan and I talk. We're just two regular guys just having a conversation, bringing this community in, trying to have this rising tide that lifts all boats because we have information from tens of thousands of people. And like, that's what's so beautiful about this. There's no doctrine here that says you have to do X, Y, and Z, or you're excommunicated from our community. Like, those are preposterous things in my opinion. And like that doesn't lead to adoption. What I want to see is really mass adoption of this mindset because I think it'll lead to a better world. I know that might sound naive to some people hearing that, but I genuinely believe that. I believe if the 50,000 people listening to this right now can all find five or 10 friends, family members in their lives that, that may be open to this message, we can start spreading this exponentially and truly create better relationships, better mental health, better, just a better world. Talk about a great goal for all of us, not for Brad and Jonathan to become famous and have this dopey podcast. Like we don't care about that. Like we want to just spread this message because we genuinely think that it can change the world and it just doesn't come any more powerful than that. You know, choose FI is a community. But financial independence, that has the ability to be a movement. And I think, honestly, Brett, that's what we're a part of. That's what we're trying to do is we're trying to help people realize that this idea is bigger than all of us. We need to spread this. We have an obligation to help our friends, our neighbors, our families to give the opportunity to hear about this. Maybe for the first time, they might be the first generation in their entire family tree that's ever heard anything like this. And, and if they're ready for it, you know, just because you've given them the opportunity to hear it, their family tree never looks the same. And I have a voicemail that I'm going to play first from Eric. Hi, Brian and Jonathan. This is Eric from Chicago, the same guy who called in on episode 28R about my $500 room that I found in Chicago. First off, I just wanted to say thank you both for doing your show twice a week, every week, regardless of what is going on in your busy lives, and for building a base for the FI community and, in particular, the local groups. I mean, I'm sitting here wearing a Choose FI t-shirt that I got for Christmas, and I haven't even listened to the show for a year. 
That is the power of community. As Jonathan would say, mind blown. 2017 has been hands down the best year of my life for a variety of reasons. Financially speaking, I've maxed out my HSA for the fourth straight year. I contributed more to my 401k than I ever have. And not only did I make my first ever contribution to my IRA, but I maxed it out. I opened an account with Vanguard. I rolled over an old 401k, transferred an old HSA from a previous employer, and invested both of them in low-cost index funds or ETFs. Now my money is making money. I earned more miles and points than ever before by opening up a lot of credit cards and meeting the minimum spends. I dropped Verizon and joined Google Project Fi. And as I mentioned in episode 28R, I moved to a place that is now much cheaper than where I was living. So now I'm spending $250 less per month on housing and hope to cut that down even more in 2018 by house hacking, as Coach Carson laid out in episode 16. Experientially and socially speaking, I'm living a more intentional life by taking action. At the beginning of 2017, I probably had one or two non-work acquaintances in Chicago, even though I've lived there for three to four years. That all changed this year because I took action and tried to find people who I got along with by being the captain of social sports leagues, even though I'm not really that good at the sport. Now I have 10 or more people I can call true friends. I also crossed so many items off my bucket list just because I put them on paper and decided to take action to achieve them. I took a 10-day trip to Hawaii using points and miles. I ran two marathons. I went to the southernmost point in the U.S. I learned how to surf. I went to the National Archives. I went to my first NFL and NHL games. I won my fantasy baseball league. I went ziplining. I took part in a 200-plus mile relay race. I saw the total solar eclipse, and probably most importantly, I met a girl, and I fell in love with her. Thank you again, Brad and Jonathan, for everything you do. Jonathan, good luck to you and your new path with Choose FI, and I'm confident that 2018 will be even better than 2017. Thanks. Brad, you know he's setting me up to say mind blown. Like, how can I not say mind blown? <laughs> he's waiting for it. Go for it. <laughs> Dude, my mind is so blown right now. I need to do more with my life. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I am sitting here, quite honestly, with goosebumps all over my body. And that is not hyperbole. That is truly, truly amazing. The fact that people are taking action like this. I mean, he covered pretty much everything we've done and talked about here, right? Travel rewards, house hacking, moving to a cheaper apartment now for future house hacking potentially, lowering the cell phone bill, Project Fi, the local community, right? And not only the local Choose Fi groups, but going out there and making things happen of trying to find these connections with people because it's just not good enough to go to your job, come home and watch Netflix and go to sleep. That's not a life. It's finding these people that you have things in common with. And sure, we can do it through local FI groups. I mean, that is a brilliant way. You know, you can find 100 plus groups throughout the world at choosefi.com slash local. Or like Eric did, you can become the captain of social sports leagues, even if it's a little outside your comfort zone, right? And now he has 10 plus friends. He met the love of his life. He's ran marathons, went to Hawaii, learned how to surf. I mean, like, like you said, right. I've, I kind of feel bad about my own life now a little bit, <laughs> frankly, a 200 mile relay. Race you just got back break. from Mexico. You've done some traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, geez, that is, I'm, I'm stumbling over my words. That's truly, truly amazing. 
And, and I went to Cape Town and I went to Plettenberg Bay. So I've done some traveling too, but I'm still listening to that and I'm inspired, Eric. So thank you so much for sharing. So let me go back to Richmond's article at pfgeeks.com. And again, that link will be in the show notes. But the next thing he talked about was the Choose FI Vault. And so we're going to kind of highlight some of the big ideas that really connected with our community and I think are adding significant value. If, if you're hearing this show and this is the first time that you've heard about Choose FI, latch on to some of these, these different tools that we've kind of put in place. I think there's significant value here for you. So the Choose FI Vault, Richmond says, what happens when you get 7,000 plus FI seeking people together? Everyday people begin to share the advice, strategies, and ideas that are helping them reach financial independence. I've seen people share everything from their favorite recipes to complex budget templates and net worth trackers. A few months back, Brad and Jonathan realized that they were sitting on a gold mine of advice and found a way to organize it. They launched a ChooseFI vault. Now it's a simple folder in a Google Drive where people can submit their own DIY resources and guides to help each other. Currently in the vault, you can find net worth templates, a bank of budget-friendly recipes, budget templates, a private mortgage insurance removal calculator, a loan amortization table. There's also an RMD calculator in there and a social security calculator that helps you basically figure out at which point you should consider withdrawing social security. Uh, this has been something that it's exactly what Richmond said. I was seeing people in this group of 7,000 people share their resources that they had spent hundreds of hours making on Excel and it was getting buried on the Facebook thread. And we knew there had to be a better way to give people access to all this information because there's so many more people that can benefit from it. And Laura was creating her top 50 recipes and I realized she's taken a little hiatus, but there's at least five or six of them in there at this point. And I'm sure the rest of them will come next year. They are coming, I promise. <laughs> but still, there was not, a, we didn't have a great way of getting them out to our community who were, they were asking about them. So we're talking about them on the show. She'd post the link on the Facebook group and then it would get buried. The Choose FI Vault gave us a way to give instant access to the latest resources. And once you have access to it, you'll get all the newest templates when they drop and it just keeps growing. And, and William is actually working on that vault actively to make sure everything stays organized, that you can find it, that you're getting the most up-to-date information. So there was just so much great content. And if you want access to the vault, it's totally free. It will always be totally free. It's just a way that we can continue to add value to your life. And if you want access to it, just go to choosefi.com slash vault. So Brad, this podcast, it's gotten so much traction over the last year. I mean, it's really, really unbelievable. I, in my, I've been listening to podcasts for close to five or six years now, and I can't recall ever having felt this sort. And I know that I'm biased and I'm obviously involved in this, but the community aspect that Chooseify is experiencing, it's almost tangible. You really do feel like you're a part of something. And I think for us, when we go back and we reflect on why is that? Why, how do we have that connection so quickly? I think it goes to the, the Facebook group. That was your idea that you put in place in July, right? Yeah, it did form up in July, which is really pretty late in the game, considering, you know, we're obviously talking a fairly abbreviated uh, timeline here, considering the podcast only started back in January. But yeah, I mean, in just since July, we now have over 8,000 members in the Facebook group. And it is just a really nice place. And I know that sounds like a weird way to describe something, but like, think about the cesspools that many corners of the internet become. And it's just like so much anger and hate and people just get frustrated with each other. And like, there is none of that at Choose a Pie. Like we go out of our way to just make it a nice, safe place for people to discuss, for people to share their wins, to ask questions and to find people that they have 
things in common with, right? Because, you know, my, my quote that I probably said 500 times is we're just little islands unto ourselves when we're in the Phi community, because most of us don't know anybody else that's Phi in our real lives. But when you go online and you find 8,000 people in a Facebook group and you see 400 comments on a post about what was the one thing you did this week to take action, to make your life better. And you see that you're inspired, right? And you want to do something in the next seven days. So when we post about it on Friday, you can put your one thing. There's just so much value in helping each other. And I think like we just talked about the vault, sharing these ideas and relying on each other and not having to reinvent the wheel when someone else has already figured out a life hack or a way to, I don't know, find life insurance for cheaper or a cell phone or even like t-shirts, you know, like we talk about all these random things, but it's all about that aggregation of marginal gains, right? Like that, how can I be 1% better? And when you get 8,000 people in a room who are all working towards a goal, it doesn't matter where we come from, what we look like, our religious background, our political, none of all this stuff is put aside. And that is really hard to do on the internet, right? As we all know, but we try to check that at the door for the Phi community and we try to help each other. And I think that is what makes a big difference. And I got a voicemail that I want to play next from Cody. Hey everyone. My name is Cody Zorzasti and I'm an avid listener of the Choose FI podcast and a member of our Choose FI Facebook group. About a couple months ago, I posted a short thank you, short being relative, to everyone for helping me not only start my FI journey, but to persevere towards my end goal of FI, which up until a couple months ago, I had only thought was a dream or a mere figment of my imagination. Looking back, I didn't grow up with riches or in poverty. I grew up in a medium income household and a very happy one at that. My parents, especially my mother, always tried to instill in me the trait of saving and not trying to buy things or stuff. But I say try because I ignored her and I was a kid. I wasn't listening. I wanted everything that my friends had. I wasn't thinking of money. I just wanted happiness. And talk about foreshadowing. Over time, I slowly started to realize how much they actually sacrificed for me and my brother. I had this idea that I needed to repay them somehow, but I didn't know. After our first couple of years in college, two things happened simultaneously. First, I became broke and ran out of money for classes. And second, I had an epiphany. Money was controlling not only my life, but my family's life as well. And I vowed to myself right then and there that I would find a way to make FU money a reality. Even though I didn't know what it was, I needed to find a way to repay my parents some way, somehow, for everything they had sacrificed for me and my brother. Fast forward a couple of years, and that initial flame became embers, and the reality was a dream. Then, by mere happenstance, I met one of my best friends, Patrick McKinley. He not only showed me, but mentored me in developing my life into a dream that I had had years before. He did so before Choose FI was even around. When March of this year rolled around, he asked me how serious I was about my financial future. After hearing my answer, he turned me on to three podcasts, Radical Personal Finance, The Mad Scientist, and you guys at Choose FI. After episode one, I was hooked. I knew right then and there, my embers sparked back into flames. Even though I couldn't use most of what you guys were discussing in the episodes, I kept absorbing anything and everything I could because I knew one day I'd be able to use it. Then episode 38 released, The YFI. That episode 
engulfed and turn that flame into a firestorm and that dream into a reality. At this point, I also realized that everyone had their own path to fly. Very few people knew what it was and how to get there. To me, it seemed that these trails were dark and we couldn't see people even right next to us heading to the same goal. Then you guys held up a light on your path, on your road less traveled, bringing together everyone on their trail into one road. Everyone stepping out of the darkness and onto this road at different points. Some of us, like myself, just starting, others almost to the finish line, and then those of us already crossed the line. We all have our different starting places on our journeys to Phi, but the best thing about everyone on this road is that even when we do have people crossing that threshold of Phi, they still are willing to go back and wanting to go back to help and inspire and motivate those of us yet to even cross the line. That alone speaks volumes beyond measure. This podcast in particular has changed my life for the better in ways that I would not even fathom before starting this journey. For this, I want to thank you guys, Brad and Jonathan, for starting this podcast and letting your idea blossom into what it has become today. I also want to thank all of your guests for their expertise and knowledge from their own journeys. And, of course, everyone else, a part of this group for your inspiring stories and tips that continuously help me on my journey every single day. Again, some of us are just walking down this path. Others are jogging and still others are sprinting towards our fire line. To this, I implore you, keep going strong and never stop being a firewalker. Merry Christmas, you guys, and Happy New Year. So Cody is the originator of Firewalker, and we have added that to the official lexicon. And he's absolutely right, Brett. Have you noticed like how many people in our community are so far past the five finish line, but they're reaching back and they're saying, this is what I did. This is what worked for me. This You should try this and call me or text me or message me. If you have any questions, I would be, you know, it's this, it's this aspect of giving back because you're so grateful for not only the opportunities that you've had, but that it's just a function of the math that it actually works. And it's almost painful to keep that information to yourself. You want to share. And I think that's the addictive nature of this podcast is we're all trying to get a little bit better for ourselves. We're trying to get a little bit better for our families. And we're trying to share this information with anybody that could benefit from it. Yeah. And it's interesting that what I wrote down from Cody's voicemail was actually what you just touched on, which is those who have reached fire, looking back and looking to help. That really stuck out for me of many, many things. So, Cody, thank you for the voicemail. That was incredible. And just the the fact that you've made these changes, that you're on this path, that you want to help your family. I mean, it's remarkable beyond words. So truly, truly thank you. The people who have reached five that are looking to help, we're all looking to help. And that's what's so great about this community is that you just see, unfortunately, a lot of selfishness in the world at large. You know, people make decisions to help themselves or, you know, the old saying of I've reached it and I'm pulling up the ladder behind me. And instead of reaching down and lending a hand and helping people, that is what happens in the Phi community. We all help each other. And as human beings, like that is important. And we, and we feel an affinity towards each other and for each other. And I just can't, I'm I, again, stumbling over my words. This is, this is like a really emotional episode for me, honestly, like to hear these voicemails and, just to know like how much it matters to each other. Like I've talked for a year now about community and like how important it is to make these connections and other people are seeing it. And like, that just means the world to me. So, you know, thank you to everyone. And to our audience, you need to know that I am the purviewer of the voicemails. I set all these up ahead of time for each episode. Brad hears them for the first time right along with you guys. So I am super excited, not only for you to hear these voicemails, but also for Brad to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I got another one that I'm going to play for you, and this is from Andrew. And this is actually a voicemail that we got a little while back, but I knew that it was perfect to play today. Hey, guys. I'm just sitting here finishing up this week's podcast and going through the Choose FI Facebook page and reading all the great hacks you guys are working on and living here in a pretty secluded part of Utah, not from a population standpoint, but from a FI standpoint. It's hit me lately, and and the podcast this week really hit it home with Scott's example of meeting uh, the guy in in San Diego from the mention on the podcast earlier. And that idea is moving from the social connection that the internet makes so easy to a actual physical connection with people where we're actually face-to-face and having lunches and, and really building this community offline which I think is really important. And, you know, everybody out there, I hope that we kind of keep that in mind as we're going through this path that, you know, this community is pretty great. And obviously on the Facebook page, everybody's really supportive of everybody. I would just like to invite everybody to keep that in their minds and, and moving forward with the path, because I think it's a important to move from a Facebook experience to an actual, like really seeing people face to face. I think there's a whole different level of, of support and communication that can happen offline as well. So just something I thought about and wanted to kind of reach out to everybody with, um, and I didn't want to do it on Facebook. (laughs) So have a great week. And thanks again for the great podcast this week, guys. So Brad, this is a voicemail that I got. Um, I would say it was definitely several weeks ago. And in my mind, this had to have been part of the inspiration for the local groups uh, to help you find like minds in your local community. And when you think about these different inflection points of choose FI, the local community was something that we rolled out in October or November. And there are now over a hundred local groups all around the world. And I I mean that quite literally there's over 60 or 70 inside the United States and major cities. And there's one in South Korea and China and Russia and Germany, uh, Hawaii, Alaska, you know, there really are, they're spreading across the world. And the idea is that what if you could find a community, you know, a a local community that shared this basic framework of what they're pursuing and you're not pursuing it the same way. Maybe you're pursuing it through the real estate. You're, you're an entrepreneur pursuing a side hustle or business. You're an active investor. You're a passive investor. You know, you're a minimalist, uh, you know, you practice extreme frugality, whatever it is, you're pursuing the financial independence equation and you were able to find people in your local area that can help you optimize your specific city, kind of like a mastermind group in your local area. We rolled that out. And I mean, I would say most of the groups have over 50 people in them now. And how incredible is that? Yeah, it is. It is, again, mind blowing. I mean, I hate we it sounds like we don't have too many words in our vocabulary, but but that's what it is. It's mind blowing. And I know locally here in Richmond, we I think we have 60 plus people in our group and we've had a couple meetups and most of them have just been like getting to know you type things. But now we're going to have a board game meetup in January, which hopefully we can do once or twice a month forever. Now, you know, you have 50 people in a group, 50, 60 people, you easily can get six around the table to have board games where sharing ideas on how to save money, what your best contractor is. And, you know, just all these things that like wouldn't be appropriate for the massive Facebook group with 8,000 plus people, but is perfectly appropriate to ask people in your local area 
who have the same mindset as you. It's just so powerful. And then you make friends. You can make business connections even. You know, like you talked about, a mastermind. Like, you just never know the value that will come from that. And also then traveling the world. I'm going to go to London this summer, and I'm going to get in touch with the heads of the London group, Alan Donegan being one of them, and say, hey, I'd love to meet up with the local Phi group there in London. And that's not just because I'm Brad, the, the guy on the podcast. It's everybody should be doing this. We should be able to travel and visit people of like minds and meet new people and learn little like local secrets and things like that. Like there's just so much added on value. It's not just what's perfectly obvious at first, which is, hey, let's all get together for a beer and talk about our five paths. Like that's great in and of itself, even if it stopped there. But there are just so many add on effects from that. And also, like Andrew said, like even, you know, him not wanting to post that in the Facebook group, sometimes just hearing someone's voice, hearing the inflection, seeing someone's face and talking to them, like making a connection, like you just don't know where that goes. There's just so much value from it. So, yeah, I mean, that in the history of Choose If I, even though it's only a little more than a month old with the local groups, that will be a turning point in this community, right? Because there are going to be many more than 100 groups. There's no end to that. Then you have a global network of people pursuing Phi. That is really powerful. So if you heard that and you were, you're like, wow, that would be really cool. I see the value or I think I see the value. I'd like to be a part of a local group. Just go to choosefi.com slash local and it'll give you a list of all the active local groups. If you want to see it on a map, you can go to choosefi.com slash map. And William's made a very, very cool visual version of that where you can actually find a, a local group in your geographic area. The other inflection point that was tied to this hand in hand is that we partnered with Stephen to help roll out Camp Fi. And that is basically an extension of this. But instead of just being an informal local meetup, it is a little bit more of a structured event. It's a three day kind of getaway where I think he's doing six of them this year all around the country. And hopefully at some point it'll be all around the world. But he's done two in Florida that sold out one in Virginia. That one is also sold out. But he's just now as of, I believe, yesterday, uh, he is rolling out Camp Five Midwest. And I know for a fact that Coach Carson is going to be there. Tanya from Our Next Life is going to be there. Fiery Millennial is going to be there. Jamila Safrant from Journey to Launch is going to be there. And Physician on Fire is going to be there. The tickets are available as of now. I don't think they'll last very long. So if you're hearing this, definitely go check that out ASAP. If you want to get a ticket, just go to choosefi.com slash campfi and it'll take you to the page if you want to be a part of that. But campfi is something that can spread all around the country and it can basically allow these different local groups to get a chance to come together out of their workflow, out of their daily life and just kind of almost have a retreat, you know, just have a few days where they can get some good discussion. They can get some roundtable events going on. They can, you know, meet some of the bloggers that maybe they've been following or reading over the last several months or years. But even more than that, you get some time with each other in a very focused setting. And that, that community aspect, honestly, when you think about our first event that we went to back at, let's see, Camp Mustache in January of 2017, for us, Brad, that is actually, that is what we would both say launch choose fi wouldn't you because that was our that's where we end up meeting most of the people that came on the show over the next couple months joel and alexis from fi 180 they actually launched their blog at that camp kevin clack actually had helped them set it up and i mean it's just kind of a great place where you can 10x your you know your motivation levels just by being around a group of people that are looking to optimize their lives and so that was a lot of fun and i'm excited to see where this goes into the future 
Yeah. And you can make lifelong friends, right? Like it's that kind of immersive event for 72 plus hours. You know, when do you spend 72 hours with anybody other than your immediate, immediate family? So it's a very powerful event. And I know Jonathan and I made lifelong friends just at the very first Camp Mustache that we went to. And now, you know, we've become very close friends with Stephen and his brother, David, who are heading up this Camp Phi project going forward. And yeah, like Jonathan mentioned, Stephen plans to have six different events in 2018. That can expand significantly from there. So, you know, definitely stay tuned. We'll announce them every time he launches a new one. And they do go quick. I mean, there are 50 50 to 60 tickets available generally for each of these events. And you have many, many thousands of people obviously hearing about it through the Facebook group and the podcast. So if you're interested, I would highly, highly recommend it. It's a great time. I know it can be difficult to get away from the family for three days or get away from your life, but it really is worthwhile. And, you know, you can make those connections that can turn into lifelong relationships. So, yeah, highly, highly recommend it. And Andrew, thank you for the voicemail. We really appreciate it. And thank you for being such an important part of our community. You're the the head of the local Salt Lake City chapter of Choose FI. And you're also one of the moderators on our Facebook group, the larger Facebook group. And Jonathan mentioned William before, who's heading up the Choose FI vault. He's also one of our moderators of the Facebook group, as well as Noah, Sunwoo, Lou, and Sean. So we have six moderators. These guys have just spent a ton of time helping us and help guide and shepherd that Facebook group. So just a huge thank you to all six of them. And we really appreciate your time and care. I was just going to say that being a moderator is a thankless job because often you're you know deleting posts that are detracting from the overall harmony of the group and what the group is about. But you did just thank them. So I can't say that anymore. <laughs> it, it is mostly thankless, though. <laughs> we share hundreds of uh, Facebook messages a week, I think, on uh, just little fun things. But we do have a good time with it, even though it can be. There are certainly some things that we, we want to keep out of the Facebook group, just because, like you said, it's, you know, the harmony and, and that overall feeling of helping each other like that. That is what we're trying to create there. So those guys do an amazing job. And again, thank you so much for the time. We should just set up a Facebook group just for referral codes for Bitcoin. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people would join that. Things you will never see in the main choose of high group. <laughs> All right. So this next voicemail that I want to play is from Jimmy. And again, it just goes to how much progress can be made in such a short period of time. You know, it strikes me that what's cool about Fi is you suddenly feel like it's okay to dream big again. You know, when you're a kid, you have no problem doing this. The world is open to you. You can do whatever you want. But then over time, you just get beaten down and it starts to feel more and more like someone else is holding your dream in their hands and you have to start asking permission for everything. And I think what's so empowering about this community is you realize that just by being intentional with your life, you have more and more control over all these different aspects. And then it allows you to be willing to put yourself in a place to take more risk because you no longer feel like you need to stay in your safe lane with your predictable outcome. You can afford the risk. And so while you may not be able to do everything, you can certainly do anything. See what I just did with Paula's line there? I just <laughs> tweaked it for my own purposes. <laughs> Very impressive. All right. Give me just a second. I'll play this voicemail from Jimmy. Hey guys, I just want to do a thank you for everything you've been doing. All the content you're putting out is fantastic. I really appreciate the community. I just wanted to call in and share my uh, Fi journey over the last 12 to 24 months, really. It all started a couple years ago. Me and my wife, we had great jobs we enjoyed. We were always frugal. 
we only had car debt and a mortgage. We had no credit card debt, so we think we're doing just fine. Everything's going well. Well, then, of course, some bad things had. I, I ended up getting uh, cancer, which comes with some surgeries and some treatment. We get all that squared away, and then we try to get pregnant, and then we have a problem there, so we end up having to do IVF. So that took my year and a half. We had to do three rounds of that. So the dust all settles from all this stuff, and we look up, and we have $100,000 in medical debt and $120,000 in debt total. We've never been here before, so I start getting on the research, trying to figure out what are we going to do. Uh, the IVF uh, eventually worked, which is why I really decided I need to figure this out. I don't want uh, my daughter to be born into debt and uh, just to grow up like that. So I start researching. I find Dave Ramsey, as a lot of us do, and I bring it to my wife, and she's being the, the loving wife she is, is on board immediately. So we get to it. We end up paying off $120,000 in debt before my daughter is born. So in uh, in about eight months, we knocked out, sell a few things, worked extra, and my daughter's about to be born. I'm thinking, well, what's next? We're, we're debt free now. What what can I do from here? I don't. I want my daughter to have a a different life than what is the normal. So I get back on the research and I find the Choose Fi community, which has been phenomenal for us. So I find the community, I start researching, and I bring this to my wife, and she's like, Phew, I thought we were done with the debt thing. So my daughter is 10 months now. So this year, we're now maxing out our retirement plans, my 457, her 401k, and our IRAs. We're maxing that out. Going into next year, we're hoping to uh, save up and maybe buy our first uh, rental property. But all I have to say, in the last 24 months, we went from $120,000 in debt and I really didn't even calculate what our net worth was. I assume it was clearly negative. To today, our net worth is about 180000 which is a fantastic start. We'll be, we'll be 28 this year. And uh, we are a firefighter and a nurse. So really, uh, I believe with the right tools that this community provides, and anybody can do this, and it is just a, a fantastic way to live. The biggest thing for me for my family is that none of it was sacrifice. We were truly able to just eliminate the waste and focus on things that truly bring value and happiness to our life. So none of it has been a sacrifice. We still are able to travel. We're able to do all the things that we enjoy. We're just more efficient. We're not wasteful. And it's been fantastic. <laughs> we're in a good spot with our family going forward. And I appreciate what Jonathan and Brad are doing and everybody in the community. Thank you. Wow, Jimmy, that is really amazing. That quote there, we're in a good spot with our family going forward. That is, that is understatement really, of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that might be the understatement of the year after that voicemail. I mean, geez, to, to see that kind of turnaround in 24 months to go from 120K in debt to a net worth of, I think he said 180,000. That, that swing is just really, truly amazing. And like he said, the important stuff is, None of it was sacrifice. That was a quote. Focus on the things that bring value and happiness. We're just not being wasteful anymore. We're more efficient. Like, guys, this is not about sacrifice. It's not about deprivation. It's none of these things. It's about abundance. I know I sound like some new agey guy, like when I talk about this all the time, but, but you got to trust me. This is the important stuff. It's focusing on what matters in your life. 
It's not about buying things to get that little dopamine hit or to impress your dopey friends next door. Nobody cares. That stuff is irrelevant. It doesn't contribute to long-term happiness. If you focus on the relationships in your life, if you focus on what brings you peace and happiness and focus on your health and living a long life and having joyful times and finding those things that, that you really enjoy out of life. Like that is what matters. All right. And Jimmy and his family seem to have hit on it. Goodness. I mean, that is, that's an amazing voicemail. So Jimmy, a huge congratulations, the birth of your daughter. I mean, this complete 180 from in your financial life and now this future focus, it's, you've just, you, you've hit it. It's, it's incredible. So this next voicemail that I want to play is from Colby. And, and I, the reason I want to play this, and I'm going to be honest, this voicemail is almost a little bit of a tease. You're going to get this a little bit of information and you're going to come to the end of it and you're going to say, no, 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 no. Let's talk more about that. I can benefit from this information. And I want to assure you that we have it planned for an upcoming episode. But what it highlights is the fact that this podcast is all about our community. And it's not about finding the single rock star or the one person that is the world high-class performer in every single aspect of their life. But it's finding just the average Joes, just like me and Brad, that maybe have something that we want to share that we think that you can benefit from. And we're just, we just say, here, this has actually helped us. And we think you can implement this, which means that it's eminently relatable and it's eminently actionable because there's nothing about Brad or my life or Colby's life that isn't something that you can take action on. So I'm super excited about this next voicemail. I'm a little bit behind on the podcast and just recently listened to the episode which you did uh, with the interview of Firing Millennial. And I really related to her and just wanted to talk to you and, and potentially Brad about a hack that I had through college. Similar to Gwen, I used the military as a route to get through college. Now, I didn't understand FI or the principles of early retirement and honestly didn't really understand much about investing. I, did, I understood savings and we did okay saving. But if I go back and kind of calculate what could have been, I would have been able to have left college with probably 25000 maybe even $30,000 kind of saved up and beginning investing, leaving college. Uh, so an incredibly positive net worth, no, no student loan debt, no anything like that. And a lot of that's based on just some of the little tips and advantages, I guess, uh, by being in the military in a reserve capacity, as well as using, you know, an ROTC scholarship or at least plan moving forward. Now, I know that, that there's a lot that goes into that. Clearly, I've lived it. Um, there's a lot of commitment. There's potentially things that you may end up sacrificing. But for the right kind of person, this is the ultimate college hack. And for that second generation fire, for Anybody that's remotely interested in law enforcement or other military or other civic, civically minded people, this could be an amazing way to not only come out of college with no debt, but to come out with an impressive net worth compared to your peer group. So I'd certainly be willing to talk about it or if it would be a better email or something that you can copy and paste or something that would be better read. Uh, certainly be willing to kind of discuss some of the ins and outs of that, but it does have to do with the FAFSA. FAFSA is a big part, at least it was for me. Um, and I know that that's something that has been discussed on multiple episodes as well. So, you know, with the military service, with, you know, the one weekend a month pay, with the GI Bill pay, with going into the ROTC and getting a monthly stipend, plus the tuition assistance, and then the FAFSA, kind of all of that, I mean, 
financially was great. I wish he would have done a little bit better uh, at the time. But again, you can only control what you can control. So we're not going to look back and fret over that. But I'd love to be able to at least maybe discuss it in some way, shape or form with you guys or or just shoot it over a more concise or a more laid out version in an email. But just an incredible tool, a credible lever that can be pulled for those that have that mindset or that would be willing or, or want to serve in a meaningful way for the country. Man, it's just awesome. A really, really impressive way to get to where you want to go for those that can do it. So anyway, I'm rambling now, but I appreciate uh, reaching back out and really appreciate what you guys are doing. I as well am a Dave Ramseyite that has really taken to this way of living financially. And so we're, we're on our way and we're doing, making right steps. And we made tons of changes based on the podcast and, and you guys and how you're encouraging all of us to, to take action and do the right thing. So really appreciate what you and Brad are doing. Again, if this is something that you think would be of value to you or of value to the community, please let me know. You know, just an average guy out here who found something that was pretty awesome as a way to get through college. So anyway, thanks again. And uh, hopefully hear from you soon. Bye. So we've said over and over again that what we're about is crowdsourcing personal finance. And that's what it looks like. You know, there's so many silos of information where you have figured something out. And, you know, when you stack that on the thousands and thousands, this almost unlimited number of life hacks, life optimization strategies, and you pick which ones work for you and you put just enough of them together, you crush the game. And so Colby's saying, you know, I don't have a blog, I don't have a podcast, but I have information that I think your audience could benefit from and I'd love to share it with you guys. And of course, we want to have that conversation because in this show, it's all about helping you. It's all about getting information that you can use. And if you can't use it for yourself, you know someone else that could benefit from it or your child could benefit from it. Someone in your family can benefit from it. And so by bringing together all of these silos of information, we all win together. And it's just, it's incredibly empowering to be a part of that conversation. Yeah, there's no question. There are lots of ways to give this kind of information to the community, right? Like Colby left a voicemail. So you can just go to chooseabuy.com forward slash voicemail, or there's a way just on the homepage of the regular chooseabuy.com. If you have something, send us a voicemail. We love to play these on the podcast, on the Friday Roundup. They're so helpful. And yeah, I mean, that's easy. You record it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Jonathan kind of edited it on the backside. So don't even worry about like having a script. Just, just talk to us. All right. We want your input. Colby talked about second generation fire, right? Like we're constantly talking about that here. Sure, it's great for all of us who are what we call affectionately first generation fire, people finding this for the first time. But we can teach our kids, our nieces and nephews, college students, high school kids, elementary students. I mean, who knows where this is going to go? And we have a whole group of college professors and K through 12 teachers who are putting together a curriculum right now. So if you're interested in that, reach out to me at feedback at choosefi.com and just say, hey, I want to be part of that group to help lead that for the next generation. And actually, Colby is going to be one of our writers on choosefi.com. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago where basically Jonathan and I do the podcast and that's about the the bandwidth that we have, you know, as far as also leading this community and trying to grow it. But what has been neglected to some degree is the actual chooseify.com website. And we have realized that people connect to stories. This is why we all love JD Roth's Get Rich Slowly 10 years ago. It's because you connected to JD. We realized we had a great opportunity to 
take the choose it by website, which we were not doing a ton with, but is getting a lot of traffic because we get links from all sorts of websites. Google holds us in high esteem and there's an audience there. There are people who want to tell their story, but they don't want to start a blog. They don't want to build up an audience. They don't want to learn how to do all this stuff. Well, this is the perfect time to bring in the community. Like we are always talking about. It's amazing how it all just comes together, right? So we made the call to you, the audience. If you want to tell your story, do it at chooseabuy.com. We had, I think, I think at last count, it's about 30 new writers who starting basically 1-1-2018, just in a couple of days from now, we're going to start rolling out these new writers and introducing them to you. They are going to tell their story as members of Choose FI, right? Like they are going to be part of the Choose FI website. And you can too. If you're hearing this, it's not too late. If you're interested, reach out to us, feedback at chooseofi.com and say, hey, this is what I can bring to the table. You know, and we're looking for people of all different backgrounds, all different stories. It's not just the typical cookie cutter. And I say this very tongue in cheek. A lot of people think the cookie cutter fi is I'm 34 year old male working in technology or engineering and I save 92 percent of my income. Okay, that's kind of funny tongue in cheek as, as the stereotypical person. But there is a wealth of knowledge and so many different experiences, life situations. We want to highlight those because people connect to those stories. We constantly get emails from you saying, you know, just every different episode, we never know who it's going to hit with. Like Lisa from Mad Money Monster, like that episode hit with a certain percentage of our audience who just said, I heard my story in her. I realized that I can make those changes like Lisa did. And that kind of connection is powerful. That's why we want people to tell their stories at chooseabuy.com. So, you know, again, this is just perfect. Colby's going to be one of our writers. So you're going to hear a lot about his life hacks, about his story. And we have dozens of other people who are going to do so as well. So in a couple of days, starting on January 1st, definitely check back at the website really every single day. We're going to have new content there for the foreseeable future, forever, essentially. And also you can get onto our email list by going to chooseabuy.com forward slash subscribe. And just sign up and we'll send you, I think what we're going to do is send like a weekly digest with all the new articles. So you can see what's interesting to you, which of the writers really connects with you and just read those articles. So that is definitely one of the things I'm most excited about for 2018 for Choose a Buy. I have a voicemail that I want to play from Deanna, uh, really just sharing some of the progress that she's made over the last several months. And also it ties in because she's going to be writing at Choose FI. So hang on just a second. I'm going to go and pull this up. Hey, Choose FI. I'm calling for the end of the year episode and want to share a little bit of my story. So I discovered FI in 2017 through the Choose FI podcast. Uh, the last four years of my life, I have been digging my way out of debt, mostly following the Dave Ramsey method. And a really smart colleague of mine turned me on to the Choose FI podcast last spring, and my world was rocked. I had no idea there was a FIRE community out there with so many intelligent people finding creative ways to get off the hamster wheel and just do life differently. Uh, so needless to say, a spark was ignited and I am on that bandwagon. So on January 1st, I get to make my final payment towards my student loan debt and start off the new year debt-free. Uh, I've been investing already and have uh, an emergency fund, so I am ready to go full speed ahead towards FI. And I am most excited to share that Jonathan and Brad have given me an opportunity to share my journey on the Choose FI website as one of the writers. So you can read about my story under the moniker Ms. Phiology. 
and you'll discover I have a bit of a dramatic story. In my 30s, I find myself alcoholic and addicted and in a pretty dark downward spiral. Fortunately, I hit a bottom hard enough that I got sober and kind of turned life around. So the last eight years of my life, I have been doing the hard work and uncovering the reasons why I fell into that addiction. And, uh, you know, you'll be able to read about the dichotomy of me then versus now. And really pre-sobriety, I was a victim. I didn't think I was making any choices in my life. Life was happening to me. Post-sobriety, I am on purpose. I am living a life of intention. I am making my choices. I am above the line. And I am so excited to be part of this FI community. And so I want to wish all of you in the FI community a happy new year. I look forward to meeting some of you in 2018. And a big thanks to Jonathan and Brad for what you do with this community. I don't know what it was like before you guys were in it, but I'm pretty certain it's a better place with you guys. So thanks all. May you have a peaceful and a prosperous 2018. I love that, you know, living above the line, Brad, that level of intentionality and that feeling of control where everything is just outside of what you can handle before you, but you just, you know, you lock one thing down and then you lock the next thing down. Increasingly, you know, your life is steamrolling to a destination that you can actually get excited about. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Deanna, really amazing work. And I just cannot wait to hear your story. And I'm so thankful and glad that you're going to be writing for the site. So yeah, it should be a a great 2018 and beyond. And you know, Brad, before I just breeze right on, I should mention that this year you got a shout out in a holiday Christmas video uh, that was done by I Dream of Fire and my son's father. They they blog over at idreamoffire.com and my son's father.com. And you represented the fifth day of Christmas. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to breeze by that. Yeah, that talk about like the thrill of a lifetime to be included in this this amazing video. I mean, you guys have to check this out. We'll definitely link to it in the show notes. It was yeah, the twelve days of Christmas. It was a video that that they put together with like Lego figures. It sounds crazy, but like they made basically like twelve people in the Phi community as part of this twelve days of Christmas. And it was hilarious. I mean, I, I must have watched this thing 10 times and just died laughing each time. Like, it was just really, really cool. I can't imagine. Jonathan, how many hours do you think they spent making that thing? I mean, knowing what it looks like behind the scenes, that is definitely 10 to 20 hours of work. I, I'm convinced. Oh, yeah. oh, easily, easily, easily. It was just so inventive and, and intelligent and just hilarious. So, yeah, you guys should definitely check that out. And, yeah, huge thanks to them for including me and, and frankly, just creating it in general, you know, me included or not. Like, it was it was awesome. All right, guys. Well, we robbed you of the hot seat on Monday. So I have a hot seat that I'm going to play for you right now. And this is from Sarah. And she has taken up the, I guess, would you call it the the beacon, the, the mantle of the self-appointed hot seat. But it's hilarious. And I can't wait to play it for you. Give me just a second. I'm going to pull this up. Hey, guys. This is Sarah. Really loving the podcast. Uh, my favorite part is listening to uh, the hot seat that you do with your guests. And I thought it might be a good idea for your listeners to do a hot seat as a way to contribute some content to your show. Uh, So I thought I'd give it a go and see if you guys like it. And maybe it's something that you can incorporate. In a world drowning in debt and rampant consumption, trapped by the chains of lifestyle inflation, these questions highlight the secrets of those who have broken free. Welcome to the Choose FI Hot Seat. 
So typically the first question is, what's your favorite blog that's not your own? Well, I tried blogging and it wasn't for me. So I don't have my own blog, so that's not a problem. But my current favorite blog is Our Next Life. If you haven't read it, Tanya's style of writing is awesome. They're in this wonderful stage where they're just entering retirement. Uh, at the end of this year, they'll be leaving their jobs. And I just find that story fascinating. The way she writes, the tips, and the information that she provides is really top-notch. If you want something a little different, you should check out, it's an older blog called Living a Fi. This guy hasn't posted in a year or two, so it's a little bit older. But his style of writing, if you want to read a great FI story, then this is the place to go. The second question you typically ask is, what's your favorite article of all time? This is particularly challenging for me because I read all of Mr. Money Mustache's articles in about a two-week period, and so they really blended together. <laughs> but there was one idea or quote, and I couldn't find the article that it came from, but I know it came from his blog, about the idea of living within five miles of your house. And when I read this, it was at a critical point for me, and I realized that I lived within five miles of everything I needed from my job to the local publics, to the library, to a dozen shops, to a dozen restaurants, and I live two blocks away from the beach. And this idea of lifestyle design and living within the five miles of your house has really crafted how I think about going forward in my life. My favorite life hack, also as a result of reading through Mr. Money Mustache's blog, is riding the electric bike. Um, so I brought an electric bike two years ago, got rid of my car, gave it away, and this has been my main mode of transport. I've pretty much ridden it to work every single day the last two years. And I've heard you guys talk about not being able to get into the biking world and kind of want to challenge you on this a little bit. I think there are other options between biking every day and not biking at all, using a regular bike, to using an electric bike, to using a efficient form of transport, maybe like a scooter. Just something to consider anyway. My biggest financial mistake, I consider myself pretty lucky. I never really made any huge mistakes. I got through college on scholarship, so no, no student debt. We did buy a house in 2006, a townhome, but we brought it with the intent of it being a rental. And it was never something that was outside of our budget. And uh, it has done quite well for us, even during the downturn, when we were probably underwater by 50% on it. And we've never really gotten into cars. We have had car debt, but nothing that was a significant portion. So we never really made any huge mistakes. We just never really opt started optimizing our life to a little bit later on. It's meant by the time we were in our mid-30s that we were doing okay. A little bit of debt, few assets. And when we started piling the money in into our 401ks and some other assets about five years ago, we're probably about two-thirds of the way to our FI goal. What advice would I give to my younger self? What I'd love to do is be able to go back and show myself that chart, you know, the one where Susie invests $5,000 a year from ages 25 to 35, never invests another dime and ends up with $600,000 and then Billy invests, doesn't invest from age 25 to 34 and then from age 35 to 65, he invests for the rest of his investing time and never catches Susie. I'd show myself that graph. And then I show myself Mr. Money Mustache's shockingly simple math behind early retirement, which turns that whole idea on its head and looks from instead of 
an income point of view looking at your expenses. So I think maybe this might be helpful for some listeners. Maybe not. See what you think. Use it if you like or don't use it if you don't like. <laughs> Thanks for everything you do, guys. You're doing awesome. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the intro music, the dramatic intro music to set that up. The one thing I wanted to riff off of just for a second, Brad, was the biking aspect. And she's basically calling us on our limiting beliefs for the fact that we can't do biking. And actually, I wanted to say for the record that I did specify in a past episode that I was open to it. Although I do think I face some significant challenges. So as of right now, I am actually planning like a month of biking to see if I can just force myself into adopting a more biking friendly lifestyle. I'll be honest, my, my neighborhood and the main street outside my neighborhood still terrifies me. I'm pretty sure I am taking my life into my hands if I try to tackle that road. It's a 25 mile an hour road with no sidewalks that really most people just understand that you can go 50 on it. At least that's how they behave. There's no choice. You have to go down that road to get to the main street. And between that and the cold, I have currently have a, a, a huge basket full of excuses that I'm, that I'm choosing from. <laughs> but, but what I did is I said, okay, Mr. Money Mustache has made this a way of life. It sparked the imagination of a whole legion of people. Let me look and see what bike Mr. Money Mustache is choosing. So I actually talked to Physician on Fire, and he hooked me up with Tivon from Fortified Bikes. I do now have a Mr. Money Mustache approved fortified bike at my house, but I just need to figure out whether or not I'm willing to tackle this road. So I promise you guys, I will try it. Uh, Sarah, thank you for challenging me on it. And when I have something to report back other than the road still scares me, I will turn it into a segment on the podcast. All right, guys. So our last voicemail that we're going to play today, this is from Greg. And you know, it's Brad and I are just so thankful. We're thankful for the privilege to be able to be here and to have this platform to share this information with you. I promise you that we're getting just as much benefit from the knowledge that's being shared on the show as you are. We're trying to implement this as best we can. This is before we had this show. This is what we were doing with our free time. You know, this is the information we were looking for, and it's just gotten a lot easier for us to aggregate it and then turn it into a conversation. And so thank you for just being a part of that. We have one more voicemail from Greg that I'm going to go and play for you now. Hey Brad and Jonathan, this is Greg, coming to you live from Littleton, Colorado. I apologize in advance for the long review. However, I've been waiting for a while to leave a review in order to finish every podcast episode and be able to effectively write about my experience with the podcast and what it has done for me. I figured it was perfect timing as you were looking for voicemails for the final show of the year. Let me start out by saying that before Choose FI, I never truly listened to podcasts on a regular basis, nor did I subscribe to any. I would just listen to one-off episodes here and there. Back in May this year, my boss at work turned me on to the show and the concept of Phi. He had mentioned that his sons were deep in the path of Phi and would retire early within the next 10 years. Being that myself and his sons are of a similar age, I'm 27, it immediately sparked my interest. I started listening to the podcast from episode one and I've been hooked ever since. I've begun to share this concept and podcast with others as much as I can. I now look at spending money and other spending money in a completely different light. My wife thinks I'm crazy and has not quite jumped on board yet but hopefully soon I can show her the power of a high savings rate and what that can do to our net worth and freedom from the nine to five. We just got married recently and are expecting our first child. So for me, this whole concept of Phi and the superpower it truly is has become even more important to me. Before finding Choose a Phi in this community, I didn't know anything about investing and the power it can have in your life. I've been putting money into my 401k through work, but I never knew if the fund I chose was a good one and didn't know what the heck expense ratios were. 
I can now confidently say that I know what I'm looking at when browsing through different funds, and I've now successfully transferred my 401k over to a couple different funds that should yield higher returns and lower expense ratios. I've started putting more money into my 401k every chance I get. I've started travel hacking. I opened up a Vanguard account and will soon have enough to start investing into VTSAX. I've set up a personal capital account to track my net worth. I plan to set up a Roth IRA soon, and I'll be paying off my Jeep in less than five months, which will save me $6,000 per year to be able to invest elsewhere. I've lowered my gym membership, saving $324 per year. I've lowered my cell phone bill, saving $720 per year. That's over $7,000 in savings that will take place next year just from those three line items I mentioned. I've turned on others to this concept, including my dad, and have been able to teach him some things as well. This past week, my boss and I were also able to rally six to seven additional members of our team around the FI concept and travel hacking as I rock my Choose FI shirt during our national sales meeting. As for the podcast, for those who are just tuning in, each episode is very well done as both Brad and Jonathan complement each other very well as hosts, which makes it easy to listen to. They are funny and interesting at the same time, and I find the podcast very enjoyable. Some other podcasts I have listened to since finding Choose FI are not as entertaining or attention-grabbing. Brad and Jonathan just have a way of keeping your attention from the very beginning and providing actionable steps and take-home messages and life hacks with each episode. They make things so much easier to understand for someone like myself who is just learning this kind of stuff and those who haven't been around personal finance their whole lives. They take big concepts and break them down in a way that everyone can understand so that nothing slips over your head. And if something does happen to slip past you, they usually cover it off in the Friday Roundup each week. I found that even after a short seven months of listening to the podcast, I have learned so much already that has helped me in my own journey and even helped explain these concepts to others. I can only imagine what the next couple years will look like as I continue to soak in this information and pull from the many different sources they provide through the show. Brad and Jonathan do so many things to help foster the growth of the community outside of just the podcast. Not only do they bring on high-level guests to quote-unquote unpack these topics, but they know the right questions to ask and how to lead the conversation to make it meaningful. They always provide show notes and links along with each episode that makes everything very easy to access. Their hot seat is always a great way to learn of new podcasts, blogs, articles, life hacks, and cool purchases from Amazon. They allow listener feedback and questions onto the show, giving us as the audience a voice, which just brings together that sense of community even more. On top of that, the ChooseFI website is a phenomenal page and very easy to navigate through to find information. The ChooseFI Facebook group is outstanding and it's unbelievable how many smart people have joined the group that just help tie everything together and bring this group even closer. The local Facebook groups is a big step as we all explore our areas for other FI-like individuals. Shout out to the Denver, Colorado group. If you haven't done so already, join the Facebook group, find your local community, and come along for the ride. Any chance you get, you should use their affiliate links for things such as personal capital and travel credit cards to help the podcast grow and to help Brad and Jonathan continue to provide great content. They already do so much for the listeners and the community that you couldn't even put a price tag on, and it's all free. The least you can do is click their affiliate links whenever possible to give back to them for all they do for us. I'm excited to keep listening, learning, and growing alongside this community. I hope to eventually meet both Brad and Jonathan one of these days, maybe at a FI festival of some sort. Keep up the great work, guys. Seriously, you are crushing it. The fire has spread. Brad, I like refuse to let you listen to this voicemail because I wanted you to hear it for the first time on the final show. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect way to close out our year. I mean, Greg, a huge thank you. There are not words to really describe how much I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, this has been really, you know, the most incredible year of my life. And I can speak for Jonathan too. And uh, guys, we all, we really 
owe it all to you. It's this is a community. This is not the Brad and Jonathan show. It's uh, it's something that we all can take with us and we can grow and we can really work on this as a project, as a movement for who knows the next 10, 20, 50 years. Who, who knows where this can go? Like, I really believe I don't think it's hyperbole. Like, I believe we can impact the world in a positive way. That's where I see this going. I really do. And, you know, to see how many people are taking action, are improving their lives, are telling their friends about it, telling their family members about it, are trying to learn how to get a new mindset and how to get physically fitter and eat healthier. Like, this is just truly that superpower that I'm constantly talking about. Like, it can improve everything. That's not an exaggeration. You know, just having people like Greg in our community just means the world to me. So to all of you out there, a huge, huge thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And Brad, his boss was the one that introduced him to it. You know, there's this mindset. I think it kind of creeps in sometimes that like the man or the employer is somehow obstructing your path to financial independence. But how powerful was it? It was his boss who introduced him to the Phi community. And his boss said, my kids are on this path and they're going to hit it. They're going to do it because I'm sharing this information with them. And I want to share it with you because I think you can benefit from it. And he was that person that latched onto this idea. And now it's spreading, not just with him and his family, but with the entire workforce. And that's my vision of where workforces go in the future. How empowering would it be to have a team of people? Yes. Pursuing this, this objective of financial independence, but also working from a place of financial stability. How much does that add to the team environment? Uh, Just to me, I had to take a second just to highlight that. So definitely you get the boss of the year award in my mind, sir. Thank you for what you're doing for your team. I I just, that just blows my mind. Yeah, that is, that is really, really amazing. And uh, yeah, just a huge thank you again to, to all of you in the community, to everyone who has helped us. There's no way we could single out everyone on, on an hour episode here, but We've had so many people just help in, in just incalculable ways. And we've had a lot of in-house experts who are our guests and, you know, famous bloggers who are just wanting to help the community. You can see just like how people care. It's not just about getting page views on your site or doing any of this other nonsense that, you know, people in, in other online communities care about. Like people in our community care about helping. And again, I don't want to leave people out, so I'm not going to name anybody by name, but you know the the people who have come on here and given us a couple hours for the interview and then have come back and have left voicemails and answered questions and are in our Facebook group. Like this is so far above and beyond what normal, like, again, I, I say kind of tongue in cheek, but normal famous bloggers do. Like you can tell these are just caring, genuine people. They are us. There's nothing special about any of us. Like we are all special because we're part of this community and we're helping each other. And that's what matters. So a huge thank you to every single one of you. And yeah, you know, 2018 is going to be a fantastic year for our community, for the Fi community. We have the Playing With Fire documentary that Scott Rickens and his team is putting together that should release in October or thereabouts of 2018. We have all these local groups that are popping up. We have book deals from Mrs. Frugalwoods. We have amazing events like these Camp Fives. Who knows if that five festival will eventually get on board. We have our podcast, I guarantee you, is coming 104 times in 2018. We're having 30 plus writers tell their stories on the website. We're going to pass 10,000 Facebook 
members on our main group. We're going to have hundreds of local groups. Like, you know, I, I, I'm taking on the Jonathan role here. Like, I'm so excited and there is no end to where this goes because of you, because you guys are spreading the message. As Jonathan always says, the fire is spreading, my friends. And we'll see you next time as we continue to go down the road less traveled. Oh, you did that good. You might get a permanent spot, man. Nice, nice, nice. (laughs) All right, guys. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2018. You've been listening to Choose FI Radio Podcast, where we help middle-class America build wealth one life hack at a time.